Hello all and welcome back to Real Estate Real Life. So it's Melanie Hay from B12 Properties in South Haven. I am here on a Sunday night at 6.50 p.m. Um, I'm just about ready to head out the door as soon as I give you a little bit of information. So I have been going nonstop for the past couple of weeks uh, to the point of almost sheer exhaustion. Um, I have been sleeping really well at night, although I'm still stressed about how much I've got to get done. What always strikes me is that when the sun comes out, and I live in a town which is basically a resort town, so I work the whole area and I love working the whole area. But what it comes down to is predominantly in the town of South Haven, uh, about 50% of the town is second home vacation rental owners, which means people get ready to sell at the end of the summer season because they think I've got one last summer. And then people start to buy before the summer hits because they want to be in a home or they come here on vacation and they are so inspired that they want their own place. This can lead to a lot of last-minute showings. So those of us who work in this town, we're pretty used to it. We always apologize when we go to set a showing appointment and they want it at, so say somebody calls you up at 9 o'clock in the morning and says, oh, look, I'm planning on coming down this afternoon. Can we have showings from 12? And you're like, oh, my gosh. So you're immediately out there trying to get the showings together because you've got vacation rentals involved, you've got people's lives involved, and you have to coordinate with them. The interesting thing I find about the second home market is they sometimes don't think about that. They think I'm going to buy a second home and the home should be available. I don't know if it's an entitlement. It's a question that I have for some of them, but they all imagine that it's super easy. But there are people who don't like change. They like to plan. I have a particular seller in mind who she definitely does not love a last minute showing. She would much prefer that I book them like a week in advance. She would be very, very comfortable with a week in advance showings. Unfortunately, she knows what this town is and so she's doing her best to keep her stress levels under control. Which basically means that she tries to have her home ready before she leaves in the morning and that way she can be open to getting showings because the more availability she has and the easier she makes it to show, the better the chance that she will get an offer. And we've already seen, we've only been listed for a couple of days, we've already had four or five requests, which I think speaks to the fact that we have limited inventory and her home is available. And I'm really excited. I'm really looking forward to being able to sell this and helping her move forward. The other part of that means that we have to be a little bit more flexible with what we're doing afterwards. So you try to get them in for the showings and they might not want to write an offer immediately. They might want to think, they might need more information. And so we are then coordinating with them and helping them when they go home to sign documentation electronically, sourcing the resources that they might need for a master deed to uh, zoning. And I live in the Midwest. Some of our zoning um, offices, they don't even work seven days or five days a week, seven days a week. That's funny because I work seven. Some of them don't work regular hours. And so you might call up a township hall and it says, we are here from 11 till 2 on Wednesdays and 3 till 6 on Sundays. It could be something really random. And so it can make it much more difficult to source the information that they're after. And 
as a being a resource, it's up to us to be able to help them do that. And then along with that is I, uh, I am the queen of electronics. I really feel like I have a lot of resources. I get clients into houses via FaceTime, especially if they have limited showing. Um, and by that, I mean, if it is a vacation rental and you can only show up Fridays between uh, 12 and 2, I like to see if I can get them in earlier by doing a FaceTime showing and then they can come up for that period of time. So they might not be planning to come for a week and I can get them in today. I will go on FaceTime. Actually, what I like to use is Zoom. So if you don't know what that app is, I would highly recommend Zoom. Um, it means it's accessible by Android and iPhone for those of you on one side of the fence or the other. And I've found that really helps to give them an idea. Yes, I want this. No, I don't want this. Then I see this. It really helps. It's it's better than a video even. They really enjoy that. And then I love to use Dot Loop. So some people are not as big a fan as others because Zillow owns Dot Loop, but the technology that Dotloop has is amazing. Um, I used to use zip forms, but Dotloop is just so much cleaner, smoother. It's just more intuitive. It's got some things in it that just make it so much simpler to use. So I'm a big fan of that. And predominantly, I find that most people are able to use it very effectively. Every now and then somebody runs into a hiccup, but because I've seen it so much on my end, I'm able to work them, walk them through it and work them through the contract. So all of those things being equal, I tend to be a full service agent. I say tend to be because there was a time where I had less clients, that, I had more clients than I had, no, less clients than I had time. And nowadays I have more clients than I have time. And so I will often find myself playing uh, catch up. So I'll be on the phone to somebody and somebody else calls me and then I call them back and then somebody else calls me and then I play callback and then I've got text messages and emails. And, and so I play this tag game of catch up while simultaneously doing showings, organizing inspections, um, managing all of the other parts of the process, uh, getting new listings up and having my photographer and, you know, it ends up being this whole balancing. I think that I love to be service. I love to help my clients, but sometimes they don't realize that for you to make a living, you're dealing with 10, 15 different people at the one time. Um, and can you imagine talking to 10, 15 people a day and in-depth conversations? I mean, it's a lot of time involved. I mean, if you gave each of them 15 minutes, just 15 minutes, that's two and a half hours out of your day alone for those calls. It's a lot of time. Um, I love it. So I'm not really complaining. It's more like an explanation of this game of balance that we're playing with all the balls up in the air. Uh, sometimes I feel like I've got the knives up in the air. That one's a little more challenging. So it's figuring out how all of those work. So it's a good time of year. It's a busy time of year. And by and large, it's usually the most profitable part of the year. I really enjoy working through the winter, though. I'm not somebody who shuts down. I certainly am not a snowbird going to Florida. So I'm just as happy working really hard in November and December to close in January, February, too. I would ultimately, ultimately what I would love is to close like 52 sales a year, one a week. I think that would be phenomenal to be able to help 52 families, to be constantly busy, to be absolutely working for each person. I think that would be absolutely phenomenal. Am I using the word absolutely too much? I kind of feel like I am. 
Um, but some of the other things about this time of year, which is probably my personal struggle, is how do I balance having a personal life? I love summer. I love the sun. I love um, how the world feels. People are happier. I like how many activities are out there. I really want to be more involved. And so I struggle quite a bit um, with the fact that I'm trying to I'm often sacrificing my life for work. And really, we're meant to be living, uh, we're not meant to be living to work, we're meant to be working to live. I feel as an independent agent, or what I say, more as a single agent, that I don't necessarily have anyone backing me up so that they can pick up the slack. So I can take time here, so they can take time there and figure it all out. I would love to be part of a team. If you guys are in Southwest Michigan, talk to me, anybody out there. I am definitely looking to work with somebody. And it's tough because our business is very cutthroat. Um, and because it's cutthroat, there are people out there who desperately want to not be that person and yet they are. Uh, and it makes it hard to trust. I have been burnt a couple of times uh, really trusting in people and it, it bothers me. So I'm definitely looking to partner up with somebody. I'm not looking to be part of somebody else's team, let's explain, um, but I'm definitely looking for somebody who might be willing to partner up and so we can bear the slack. I have a fabulous friend, Joe, and his partner, Ryan. They've been business partners for like 10 years and it happened by chance. Um, in fact, if I'm correct, they didn't quite like each other when they first met each other, but they have this amazing partnership, which means everything is 50-50 and they both take up the slack at different places and different times. Um, and it works really well. And I would love that. I mean, I, I live for that. I, uh, I'm very much jealous of that relationship that they have. So shout out to you guys if you guys are listening. Um, they have an amazing team too. So if you need somebody over in York, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania or uh, I can't remember all of the areas over there. Um, they are the go-to guys, uh, Buy, Sell, PA, and uh, they've taken over a Keller Williams Market Center. I think that's official in like a week or so. So hopefully nobody's listening who will give me up. Um, <laughs> but I'm so proud of them and they have some amazing team members. Uh, they made the transition from one brokerage into this brokerage. And what happened when they did is they lost a couple of people who didn't want to go with them, who no longer shared their vision. And at the time they took it really hard. Um, there were a couple of people who they absolutely thought were going to be part of this new team or rather an extension of this existing team in, in this new opportunity and they were looking to build it and make it something more. So they were very uh, disappointed when they didn't come with them. But I think it's really worked out for the best. Uh, what I thought was kind of cool is it's mostly the girls who stayed. Um, there's a couple of guys, but I think the girls have become a power force and I hope that both Ryan and Joe appreciate them. Uh, shout out to Dana especially, although I've heard Carmen is killing it. So Carmen, if you are listening, you are phenomenal. It's being told to me and you don't even know it. So, um, But yeah, so I would love to be part of a partnership kind of making that work together. It would mean on some of these days, actually what I really need is a full-time assistant. I know I'm segueing. Um, I really want to be, I want to, I want some more business so I can justify a full-time assistant. 
Um, the current assistant in the office, she's not available when I need her to be and she's not. And so I want somebody who can be dedicated to me because I really want things done. So I can basically call them up and say, hey, here are six properties. Can you print out the flyer sheets for me? Can you put together my tour so I can just pick it up and go? Because these are the labor intensive things that I feel like set me apart as an agent but they're holding me back doing things because they're so time consuming and boring. So ultimately I would love to have a partner, but I would probably love to have an admin assistant, someone I can just go, Hey, go print this, pull this up, get this done, organize this, stand here, especially the standing here thing. When you have to wait for somebody to come so that something can happen, Oh, to have an assistant who can do that, that would be amazing. Sometimes I can't even get my groceries. So I use Shipt. Have you ever heard of Shipt? I don't know if it's just here in the Midwest or if it's across the country. Um, I know that working from Target, but we don't have a Target close enough to use them. Um, but I use it from Meyer. I will literally go online and order groceries and have them deliver them to the office because I don't have time for something which I find to be a joy. I love grocery shopping. All of this is to say, I think it's hard as a single agent to 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 get to the heights that I want to get to, to get to the goals I want without some help along the way. And it can be challenging to figure out how those goals are going to come together as well. I'm definitely behind on where I hope to be this time. Uh, so I'm ahead of this time last year. Let's, you know, where I was at this time last year, I'm definitely ahead of it. Um, but by the same token, I'm behind where I want to be. Um, and I was hoping to have a little bit more behind me. I was hoping to be in a little bit better situation. Um, even though I've worked really hard, I've had some deals fall apart. And I would say it's about two and a half million. Uh, it's certainly not for lack of trying, which I know sounds kind of crazy. Um, but what can you do? I mean, you're stuck at a point where this is where you're at and that's, you know, that that's all there is to it. You you have no choice. That doesn't even make sense. I don't think that makes sense. All of that is to say that I've been stinking busy and um, I have some lofty goals. And in today's day and age, I think that single agents can have moderate goals. Um, I'm sure there's some people out there who are amazing um, like super, 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 super talented. Then there are some others who are like semi-talented, <laughs> um, and organizational skills. I'm, I've got creativity. I don't always have organizational skills. Um, and that can be a challenge. And so I would like to have somebody out there so I can balance it and I can get some stuff. So I need a little bit more time in my day to get things organized as well. Anyway, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm under the gun. I've not given you guys an update, but that's because I'm literally running nuts. Um, as an example, oh, what day was it? I think it was Wednesday, Monday. Oh, see, all the days are fading into each other. It's really, really hard um, to tell the difference between one day to the next because there's just so much going on. Um, there was one day where I was so busy. I almost thought that I'm not going to make it through because I just couldn't quite figure it out. I was like, how do I, how do I get everything done? How do I meet everybody's needs? And it felt like everybody, there was somebody suffering at one point in time, like 
the day was what it was. So let me think. So basically, um, oh, I know on Monday I had a walk through at eight thirty. So first of all, Monday morning I I go swimming, um, and I did want to go to yoga on the beach, but it was nine o'clock and it was not going to happen. So um, basically, I did a walk through at eight thirty. We'd done a walk through the night before, and we discovered there was still stuff in the home. It was super super frustrating because um, the buy- the listing agent hadn't managed it. Um, I ended up negotiating seven hundred dollars back to my buyer to deal with it because it was significant. So then we had the closing at nine a.m. Um, then I had a coffee appointment with another client. Um, the house that she wants is coming back on the market. So we wanted to discuss strategy. Um, another client texted that there is a house she wants to see. So I set a 2 p.m. appointment. I had an 11 a.m. mastermind. And in between, I actually set two appointments for, um, I organized an inspection and I did something else. I can't quite remember. It was such a busy day and it feels like forever ago. I mean, it's six days ago. Um, the good news, oh, wait a minute. So then I had the mastermind um, and the mastermind lasts for an hour and it's about follow-up and it's about how we did in the weekend and inspiration and have people got other choices. Then from 12 to like two, I was fielding calls. I had calls and emails. I got a Zillow lead. One was rubbish. One was good. Um, then I had to go set up a condo for a showing. I have a fabulous condo overlooking the lake and we had several showings last week. Um, it's vacant and it has lake views to die for. It's perfectly ready to move in, fully furnished, the whole works. Um, so then it's showing 2 p.m. She wants to write an offer, but we have a little bit of time constraint. So then I had to get uh, some other creativity involved. Um, the best news about it is if she gets that this house, I also get to list her other house, which I would be amazed because I really want to sell that other house. Um, then I came back to the office. I had to train a new agent on how to enter listing information into the MLS. Um, he doesn't know how to do it. Um, we were also, so we're co-listing his first listing. Um, and I mean, oh my gosh, it's a $550,000 listing. I wish I got to cut my teeth on something like that. I have come a long way. Um, I started out with like, I think it was $25,000 and ended up selling for 22. That was my first listing. Uh huh. That is a long way away from starting on a $550,000 listing. So the listing, then the listing agreement had to be signed for this listing. We had, um, so we did all the MLS stuff. The seller came in, we got him to sign all the paperwork. Um, then we, I had more follow up because I've been, you know, fielding people all day about another closing that was going on. I had, um, past listing that the client withdrew went for sale. So uh, I had the listing. She wouldn't let me list it for quite some time because she doesn't like to move in the off season. And then she withdrew the listing and she listed for sale by owner. We know that that's not the right way to do that. There's a contract there. Anyway, she messaged me that she wants me to relist it. Um, so that's excellent. Then the clients from the showing yesterday wanted to write up an offer. Oh my gosh, thank God for Dot Loop. I was telling you about it before. So they're now back in Indiana. 40 minutes later, I'm done and submitted. And the seller client calls um, and I've got deals with the seller client. And then um, all of a sudden I realized it's 9.45 at night. 9.45. And I'm like, oh my God, now I have to go home. 
Um, my husband was working a second shift. So the temptation to stay and keep working was way too much. Um, and I had to just say, okay, I'm going home. I'm going home now. I've got to have a life. I need to take care of myself. I need to make this a little bit different so that we can make, um, so we can figure it out. And so that's what I did. So I was all balancing all those things and figuring them out and just trying to get things done. So that was that day. I got home, I ate some food, um, and I responded to one more email and then I crashed because I get up at 5 a.m. So um, if you think about it, 9.45, I think I probably got in the car before, just before 10, takes me 20 minutes to get home eat something. I mean, I was in bed by, oh, must've been 11 and, you know, it's not quite enough time and quite enough sleep. That makes it challenging. Uh, anyway, so that is what is going on. And that is how busy my days have been. Um, yesterday I had, um, I was meant to do yoga on the beach at eight. I went swimming. I was meant to have yoga on the beach at eight. And I just realized there was not enough time after it finished to be set up for my open house at 10. So I ended up like saying, I'm not going to yoga. I was really disappointed, but I had to like balance it. So I'd already gone swimming. Thank goodness. Setting up for the open house at 10. Then I had, um, during the open house, I had an agent coming through to do a showing. We had a great open house. I had uh, seven couples through of which four were definitely interested and then from there I went on the the uh, road showing and I was showing for the rest of the day my first showing was an hour a quarter away uh, I was doing some lakefront showings so I went all the way from three rivers to where did I go shoot I'm remembering one of the places went three rivers I was in Niles three rivers Edwardsburg Dwarjack and Jones, that's where I was, not in that order. So <laughs> I was doing all of those. It was pretty exciting. Um, I say exciting, but it was one stage I got myself lost. I, the last two showings were in Edwardsburg and Dwarjack, and I put the street address for Edwardsburg and wrote Dwarjack, and it turns out the same address is in both towns. And so I went a little out of my way before I realized this is not a lakefront. Went back to that, finished off at I don't know what time. Oh my gosh. Was that five? I think that was five showings. I don't think I finished until almost seven o'clock. I mean, it was a long day. Um, and in between that, I'm still answering text messages and setting up showings and coordinating. And every time I got in the car, I was making phone calls. Um, I was glad to have a couple of long turnovers in between. So it was just like, okay, this is where we're at right now. Um, and so that's, that's what my life has been like crazy. The last few weeks, it's just been crazy trying to get this all done because I tell everybody, you know, make hay while the sun shines. You got to work while the work's there. Otherwise you're going to miss out. Um, but anyway, all of that to say, I will be better with my podcasts. I've been super busy and this is what real life looks like for me as a realtor. So hopefully that gives you a little insight into how busy it is. And there's so many things that I've forgotten that I'm sure I've done during the day while I'm doing these things, but I'm going to keep it up. So thank you for stopping by. I'm hopefully going to give you something more entertaining next time, something a little more creative, but this is more like what day of my life looks like and who I'm working with and what I'm doing. So, all right. Thank you very much. And come back again, subscribe. Did you know that um, Anchor is now available on Spotify too? I mean, there is an amazing amount of places. You can find me on iTunes. You can find me on Google Play. Um, you can find me on Oh, what is it? 
cast. What's the one? There's another one that's called something cast. Um, and so you can find us all over the place. So if you are looking to connect, just subscribe. I've been uploading my radio show as a podcast on Wednesdays. So, <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's so much information, isn't it? Uh, any, <laughs> I'm going to say goodbye one more time. I just get so distracted. I think I need to, like, chill just a little bit more and figure out what's going on. If you guys have any questions, I would love to answer some questions. So feel free to shoot me some questions um, and let me know. But as I said, available on 10 platforms. So um, you can find me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, Google Play, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public, as well as here at Anchor FM. There you go. That's everything. So I look forward to you guys coming back again and I'll see you in the future. See you in the future. I better make this into a YouTube video. I should do video streaming so I actually am seeing people, right? Okay, I'm tangenting. Bye.